Welcome back, Smash Squad. Oh, I'm so glad to have you here today. I am fired up. Let me tell you, like, I am so freaking fired up. So let's have a conversation about things that need to stay in the mother freaking past, right? I mean, some of you might be like, okay, Ashley, like this is, we get it. Like we get it. You're fired up. <laughs> but I want to share with you today four things that I have let go of and I have left in 2022. So I am not bringing this energy with me in 2023, right? Like, let's just take a moment. You know, we're also gung ho on like, what's our resolution going to be? What's our goals going to be? And like, maybe we need to take an eval and we need to look at some of the things that we're going to leave behind. What are we going to leave behind? What are we going to let go of, cut some of that dead weight and just... Ah, breathe a sigh of relief and like feel so much better, right? Feel so much better. All right, so let's just jump right into it because I want to keep this short and sweet for you guys today. And I am just so excited. Like I just, I was like, I got to get this. I got to get this out to them. So the first thing, the first thing that I am going to be leaving or have already left behind, and I would encourage you guys to maybe reflect on these. Maybe some of these feel in alignment with you. Maybe you think that, you know what? I, I could I could get on board with some of these. Or maybe you make your own list after listening to this and you create four things that you want to let go of. You know, sometimes, and I know I said I'd get into number one, but sometimes we get so caught up on adding things into our life and we maybe could benefit more from taking an eval and saying, what can I let go of? What can I let go of out of my life that I don't need to be holding on to? What am I holding on to that is using extra energy? What am I holding on to or carrying around that is dead weight? You know, those are the things that I want you guys to think about. Like, let it go. Freaking be like Frozen, be like Elsa, just let it go, you know? <laughs> so the number one thing that I'm going to be letting go of in 2023 is a weak mindset a weak mindset. Gosh, like if that doesn't just suck you down, I don't know what will. You know, the one of the the you know, biggest things that I always remind myself and my clients is if you don't like it, change it. If you don't like it, change it. And you really have two options here. You either change your mindset around the thing that you don't like and whether that be a job or maybe a place that you have to live, maybe you don't like the weather there and you're like, I can't stand this weather. But complaining about it, having a weak mindset about it isn't going to change the weather, isn't going to change the job that you have to do right now because it provides you know, a financial means for you and your family. Okay. But what you can do is you can change that mindset. You can change the mindset around said thing. You know, okay, hey, I don't love that I live in this cold weather, but it's giving me this opportunity. It's giving me maybe a little bit less of cost of living than if you've lived somewhere warm and sunny. <laughs> I mean, I'm out here in California and it is expensive. It is so expensive. So maybe you shift that mindset and you say, hey, you know what? Living in the middle of Minnesota, it's freezing cold, but I'm lucky and I'm fortunate that it doesn't cost me an arm and a leg. Or if you don't like it and you have the ability, change it. Change where you live. Pack your stuff up. Go on an adventure. Try something new and change it. But what I really encourage you to not do 
is to have a weak mindset about it, to bitch about it, to pour all this energy into saying how much you don't like something, how much you wish it wasn't happening, because that's just wasted energy. That is straight up wasted energy. And if you're going to have a strong mindset, you've got to do the work. You have got to do the work. And whatever that might be, whether that, again, is with your fitness, maybe you're saying, you know what, I really would like to get stronger. I really would like to learn how to be better at working out. But you've got to go out and find somebody who can help you. Hire a coach. If you're struggling with your business, hire a coach. Struggling in your relationship, hire a coach. Do the work. Stop using a weak, lazy mindset to get you the kind of pass of being able to complain. So that is something that I am leaving I'm leaving behind. I am if there's things in my life that I don't like, I'm going to either do whatever I can to change it. And what that means again is changing it in the capacity of if I don't like it, I'm either going to change my mindset around it or I'm going to actually change said thing. If I don't like this person in my life, I'm going to remove that person from my life. I'm not going to complain about it. And in that same, you know, in that same thing, I'm like, girl, listen up. Like, or guy, girl or guy, any of you listening, my smash, my smash squad, I want you to stop talking about it and be about it. That is something that I try to live my life with every single day. Don't talk about it, be about it, okay? <laughs> Don't talk about it, just be about it. Come on. Like, gosh, stop saying all the things and just start doing them. You know, there's the saying that like actions speak louder than words. Ooh, let me tell you, I don't think there is a more serious or clear statement than that. Actions speak louder than words. You can say all you want all day long, but what you do is a true reflection of who you are. What you do is a true reflection of how you behave. So if you are bitching and moaning and complaining and not changing, then that is who you are. I know that might be a super tough pill for some of you to swallow, but it's true. That mindset has got to change. You've got to own it. So leave that weak mindset behind. I'm doing it. I'm like, listen, I'm out. If I don't like it, I'm changing it. And I have the ability to change it because I have a very strong mindset. And I believe that you listening to this, you have a very strong mindset too. So get after it. Number two, the number two thing that I am leaving in 2022, and I feel like I already kind of left it there in 2021 because 2022 was a wild ride for me, is comfort. Oh, comfort. What a word, man. What a word. People will die in their comfort. They will die in a place of comfort because we as human beings are so set and programmed to be comfortable, it will literally become the death of us. That getting uncomfortable is so uncertain and so scary that our brains will actually tell us not to do it, even if the place of said comfort is killing us. Okay? Think about that. Think about that. Like the place that you could be, although comforting, although familiar, 
It could actually be the thing that's killing you, the thing that's holding you back. Growth is one of the most uncomfortable things, and that is why you will see certain people in life that don't grow. They don't change. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this, so please don't get upset. But what I am saying is you'll see those people, the people that live in the same town that they went to high school with, that didn't do much of anything after they had you know, their moment after high school. They just stayed there because growth is scary. They never left. They haven't traveled. They didn't get uncomfortable. They didn't go to college. They didn't have new experiences. In any regards, growth is so uncomfortable and there are certain people that just choose to not want to handle that. And I really do. I think that that's a choice. I think it's a choice to choose to be in a state of comfort, even if that comfort is not healthy. And for me, I have been so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable the last couple years. I mean, I keep continuing to put myself in these crazy, crazy, uncomfortable situations. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I know that every time I do it, a new incredible experience comes out of it that a layer is shed and growth is happening. And that is, that's the best feeling that is, it's, it's amazing. So, you know, for example, packing up all of my stuff from San Diego and moving to Denver alone, no job there, no partner there, no real network there, but I wanted to try it. I got uncomfortable and then I fell in love with Denver And you want to know what? Leaving there was so uncomfortable. I didn't want to leave. I had made relationships and friendships and connections, and I felt like a community there. And I was like, I can't leave this. I can't leave this. But I knew that in the leaving, there would be more growth. So I got super fucking uncomfortable. I packed up all my stuff, put it in my car, and I came back here to San Diego. And you want to know what? There was a lesson in that. There was a lesson, there was an experience, and there was also the reminder that I can get wildly uncomfortable and still be okay. In fact, I might be better than okay. I might have an experience that is beyond my wildest dreams. I might meet somebody or connect in a friendship that I hadn't known was there because I didn't give it the opportunity. I might see the city in a different light because I'm now experiencing it much differently. Those incredible opportunities only come your way if you're willing to get uncomfortable. If you want to grow, if you want to do any type of growing, you have to get uncomfortable. Anything. If you want to grow financially, if you want to grow in your relationship, if you want to grow in fitness, if you want to grow, if you want to become different, you have to go through that painful, pressurized where your body, your mind, your emotions is just put under so much pressure that something new has no choice but to be born out of that. It, it's a no-brainer. It's like a, it's like a diamond. Like you can't have something that goes under such intense pressure that isn't going to come out looking different. And that is exactly how we as humans are. When we are put in situations that we have to navigate and figure out for the first time and be scared and fuck, not know what we're doing. (laughs) That is the only time that growth will come. 
Growth doesn't come from sitting on your couch, from hanging out with the same group of people, talking about the same things, watching the same TV shows, going to the same place on vacation. Growth comes when you say, I'm going to travel somewhere new and different. I'm going to go on a solo vacation. I'm going to meet up with some people that I don't know very well. I'm going to join this community and see what it's like. That's where the real growth happens. Because even if you go and it's not your thing, you have learned something from that experience, okay? Even if you go on the vacation and you're like, hmm, you know what? I'm usually a beach goer. I went to the mountains. Yeah, it's not my thing. You still just learned something about yourself in the getting uncomfortable. That's the beauty of it. You have to get uncomfortable. So, see ya comfort. I'm leaving you behind. I'm leaving you behind. I'm going to continue to get uncomfortable. In fact, I'm moving back to Denver in a couple weeks and that's an uncomfortable feeling. But I know that in this constant push and growth and evolving that I'm doing, amazing things are coming out of it. All right, let's get to number three. Number three is letting go of a plan. As someone who has ADD and is all over the place and so scatterbrained, I love a plan. In fact, I thrive on a plan. But what I've realized is that sometimes having a plan can hold you back. And you might be like, Ash, what? No, it's true. Sometimes we get so hung up on the plan that we start to think that that's the only way. That, well, the plan said this would happen. The plan was this. And it's like, you know what? Sometimes, (laughs) newsflash, things don't always go according to plan. And if you are so steadfast on holding on to that plan, that when things don't go to plan, how are you going to pivot? How are you going to change? Nothing in life is perfect. Nothing in life. And the, the, the growth is in the mess. The growth is in when you say, well, my plan was to, you know, get my real estate license. My plan was to get hired by this company. My plan was to run a 10K this year. And then something happens along the way. Maybe you get injured. Maybe now you have to reevaluate your training. Maybe now because of said injury, you start taking yoga and you fall in love with yoga. And you're like, you know what? I don't even really know why I was running in the first place. I actually love yoga. Or you say, my plan is I'm going to meet this person. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to check, 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 check all the boxes. And then things aren't going according to plan. And that's okay. Let go of the plan. Because when we hold on to the plan, it kind of goes with number two. When we hold on to the plan, we get so caught up in the comfort that we forget that this is where the growth happens. Fall in love with the process. Fall in love with the process of what it takes to get to the goal. You know, something that I work with my 29029 clients especially on as they're getting ready to undertake this huge, huge endurance event is not to just focus on the finish line. This is, a, this is an endurance event that takes six months for some people to prepare for. Fall in love with that process. Fall in love with the six months that you molded yourself and you grew and you broke down and you grew and you 
thrived. Fall in love with that. Fall in love with the tough conversations, the early mornings, the late hours. Fall in love with that. Let go of the plan. Fall in love with the process. And along the way, a new plan will continue to reveal itself and maybe a better plan. But if you try to shove everything into this box and make it work in a way that is supposed to be going to plan, when that doesn't happen, a lot of us don't know how to pivot. So I say ditch the plan, fall in love with the process, and learn to evolve along the way. Okay, if you're still here with me, I hope that you're loving this and you're enjoying it. I'm going to wrap this up and again, keep it super short for you guys. It is just something that I think is so powerful to pause and reflect and think, what are some things that we are doing that we should let go of? Okay, my last one, my last one here for you is, and, and, and this is something that I have noticed can be really difficult. And I'm, I'm, I'm leaving this behind because this is something that really does affect me and I'm putting it out there. I'm holding myself accountable. And I hope that this speaks to you guys as well. I am going to leave behind consuming too much of other people's lives. Okay. And what I mean by that is sometimes we get so caught up, especially nowadays with social media, that we spend so much time consuming other people's lives, their success, their heartbreak, their family, their business, we get so caught up in that, that we are almost using that as a distractor from ourselves. And I'm going to give you a quote. Maybe you've heard this before. Comparison is the thief of joy. One more time. Comparison is the thief of joy. You could be having the absolute best day. You could have just had the absolute best workout. You could have hit a goal that you've been trying to hit for a long time. Maybe you had a great day in your business or you felt so successful as a parent and you get on social media and you see someone in your mind doing it better, doing it faster, making it look easier having their house all put together in this perfect photo of their family while they feed their baby that doesn't make a mess when they're, you know, eating from a high chair. And maybe you're happy that you just got your kid to take a nap today. Maybe you're happy that you just got yourself to the gym and you finished your workout and then you see somebody else and you're just comparing yourself to them. That just sucked all the joy out of your life. It just sucked that joy away. And there's nothing worse than feeling that feeling of great accomplishment and great pride and instantly just having it snatched up because now you compared yourself to somebody else. So I am letting comparison go. I am not going to consume more people's lives. It is something that I struggle with when it comes to my business. I look at people and I'm like, well, this person's doing this and that person's doing that. And maybe I should say this and maybe I should make it look like that. And you know what? All that does is make me just feel so frantic. Like I'm constantly on the defense trying to figure the thing out versus just saying, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. I am following my stepping stones. A great mentor of mine said to me once, you know, that you never connect the dots looking forward. You only can connect them looking back. 
and I'll say that again to you. You can never connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking back. So if you're trying to figure out where you're going and you're trying to put all these dots together, it's not going to happen. You got to get yourself to one place, be in that place, look at the things, do the work. And when you're ready, you take the next step. And that next step might be scary. You might not know where it is, but you cannot walk in somebody else's shoes and compare yourself to them because all you've done is consume their story. Consume your own story, create your own story. And when you look back, I want you to look back and I want you to be able to connect the dots of your own growth and say, wow, I had to step on this stone in order to get to this place. And maybe that stone was a little slippery. Maybe it was a little rocky and maybe you couldn't wait to get off that stone onto the next one. But without stepping on that stone, you would have never been able to get to the next stone. And when we are consuming other people's lives, other people's ideas, other people's creativity, we are literally dimming our own light. We're dimming our own power because now all we're doing is, okay, well, they did this. So then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. And there's no growth in that. There's nothing in that except feeling like you're constantly chasing something that you have no idea because you don't see the steps. So I am letting go of consuming other people's, of that comparison, of thinking that I should be somewhere or something that I'm not because I'm me and I'm doing exactly what I'm meant to be doing in this space right now. And I'm proud of that. I'm really proud of that. So as I send you guys on your way and as we just step off into what I hope is a beautiful day for you, I want you to remember two things. Instead of trying to add more things to your life, maybe it's time to look back and think of things you need to let go of. And by letting go of that, it will actually add more space. It will create more room in your life for the amazing things. So make a list. Think of some things that you genuinely want to let go of in this next year. And also, I want you to remember, comparison is the thief of joy. And if you want to have joy in your life, we cannot compare our story, our journey, our love, our experience to anybody else's, okay? Don't rob yourself of that joy. Thank you so much, Smash Squad, for being here with me. If you found this episode helpful, if you think that it would help impact somebody in an amazing way, please, please share this episode. It means everything to me. I will see you guys when I see you. Much love. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for being here.